All right. Welcome back to the podcast, Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And today is technically Mother's Day that we're recording this. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there who might be listening to this. Happy Mama's Day. Yeah. So we will get into what we're currently reading. But first, we'll tell you what the episode is. And today might be Zach's favorite podcast episode that we'll ever do because we're doing a basic Stephen King starter guide. Yes. This time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's my ep- time to shine. <laughs> the episode where I don't shut up about Stephen King. The one where I might mention somebody besides Stephen King. It's very false. Um, but yes, it is uh, the Stephen King starter guide episode. We did do a YouTube video like this. Not that long. long just kind of, no, it was like back in September. Yeah, it was, it was one of your first. Yeah, it was one of the first videos we did. Yeah, so um, I came up with a bunch of questions that I'm basically going to ask Zach. He's read about 50 Stephen King books and close, 45 to 50. And there's what, like 73 like full-on novels or something like that? Yeah, there's... Yeah, so there's you've a read a good show. amount. I, I did a list. I think I'm a slight... I'm like, I'm... I don't, I don't remember. I you've read I'm, a lot. I've got like 20-something left. So... We'll get into what we're currently reading, though. First, I started today, Leave the World Behind by Ruman Alam. I really hope I'm saying that right. Um, I got this from Book of the Month back in last year sometime, October. And so far, it's okay. It's maybe not my favorite read that I've read recently, but like I said last week, I'm kind of in the middle of a reading slump, but the book that I just finished yesterday which I posted on Instagram, I think got me out of the reading slump because I'm on like book three so far this weekend, but this book right here is not working out for me. So it could end up being a DNF. But what are you currently reading? I am kind of in between books. I just finished one and now I'm just kind of in that deciding phase of what's I think we've decided on like whisper down the lane i think it's what it's called yeah it was we're well we're between a few of them but it that's a fine that one's by clay mcleod chapman i think is what the name is and then another anya alborn book was maybe what you were gonna read yeah either cedar uh the one with the bird the bird eater i think those are the two options i was between with her but yeah yeah, we'll, we'll see. I just finished uh, completely. Just finished. Oh, what was that book? We don't have a physical copy, copy of the book. Oh, The Patient. Yeah, The Patient. I don't even remember. Jasper that. DeWitt. Yes. I just finished that. That'll be in a recent read. It's coming up soon. Yes. But yeah, we've actually had some good books that we've been picking up lately. So let's dive into the questions that I have for you. So going into this, I like I said, we did a video on this like in September, October, something like that. I honestly do not remember these questions, so I'm going to this blind, and I don't know what my You'll know the answers. Well, yeah, I'll know vaguely what they are, but since that last time we did this, some of the answers might be different now. Yeah. So now that I've read probably twice as many of the books now, or a little under twice as many. Right. All right, so question one, I think that the best place to start is, where did you start with your Stephen King journey? Not ones that you read forever ago when you really got back into reading it like a year and a half, two years ago. What did you start with? I started with the Bachman books. Um, I wanted to go in chronological order. However, I did not have an edition of Rage. 
uh, so I went with uh, the long walk. I wanted to go in Bachman. I just went in order of Bachman. So I started with long walk, then went to, I think it was road work, running man, and then from there on, just the rest of them, last one was Blaze. I did a reading vlog, I think, with Rage and a couple other books in it, maybe two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. So I finally did get to Rage, so all the Bachmans are done, but... But I you've didn't... always said that, that you liked starting at that place. Some people just kind of pick up books wherever, but you did kind of have, like, a method you are going into, and you liked starting with the Bachman? Well, yeah, I went into it with just the Bachmans, and then from there, I... I honestly don't even know what I did. I just kind of went random. I think the first like King King I read was uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, but it's crazy because The Long Walk was the first book that you read. And you just did a video recently where you did your top 10. And like I said, you've read almost 50 of his books. And that book is still in your top five, right? Uh, yeah, that one usually... It kind of borders back it, and forth between it, 5 and 6. Yeah, it battles with Christine on 5 and 6. It just depends on the day. If you're yeah. feeling like loving a car or not. <laughs> yeah, if I feel like walking or if I feel like driving. <laughs> okay, oh my god. That's the stupidest thing ever. Okay, nice. So, <laughs> you're gonna make me laugh now. Question 2. Which book do you recommend for the people who want a lighter level of scare? Uh, I mean, I think my answer for this the last time was The Long Walk. Uh, has it changed? I would say yes. I would definitely say The Green Mile yeah. is probably the better option. Which I have not read any Stephen King books, but I've seen quite a few of the movies now just by like glancing back and forth to him watching them. And that movie, let me tell you, had me bawling my eyes out. Well, yeah, it's a very... It's not very horrific. It's it's not really scary. There are a few parts that are annoying um, in terms of if you're a reader that wants like a clean book, you more than likely are not going to get that with Stephen King, almost like at all, uh, unless his like latest stuff is being more clean. But mm -hmm. um, I would say no uh, for total cleansliness of uh, The Green Mile because there's a lot of bad things in the book. Uh, John Coffey, who is the death row inmate who is accused of murdering and raping two little girls, uh, you find out the truth about what actually happened and the fact that, you know, they mentioned like raping little girls and killing them and stuff like that. I mean, that's not, that ain't clean by right. any means whatsoever. Well, so. and um, eleven twenty two sixty three, right? That's not like scary. That's yeah, more 11, like historical. Isn't yeah, eleven twenty two sixty three is like historical fiction. Yeah. I have not read that, so that's why I can't recommend that one right now. But uh, yeah, I would definitely say the Green Mile is. It's not like horrific. I mean, there's like horrific scenes, like they're like gross, like yeah, Edward Delacroix's like electric electric chair like mishap. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe more, like, disturbing than horrific. It's got more, like, disturbing imagery than something yeah. that's, like, horrific. Like, It or, like, The Shining where something's, like, scary. It's Well, yeah, let's go completely opposite then. What book would you recommend for someone who just wants, like, the scariest of the scares for Stephen King? I know what you said in the last one you did, and it's I, probably the same. I want to say Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that's what you said. Um, Which... Yeah, you, that was one of the first books that you read, and you still, it's, what, number three on your list? It's number three. I mean, my top three, I don't think is ever going to get broken. 
Hey, just, Billy I, Summers, October, September, August, whenever uh, it is. August. You never know. Third. It's sometime in August. I, I don't think it's going to get broken up. If the long walker Christine couldn't do it, yeah, I, I just don't think it's going to, nothing's going to topple it over. You I, never know. He's still writing. He's still kicking. Well, yeah. Unless no he, one's read Billy Summers, so you unless, don't have it. Unless he does that super mega book that I think oh, he God. needs to do. We can't get into Stephen that Stephen King, if you listen to this, write your super mega book, combine the universes, just like the MCU, make one big super evil entity and have all the good guys battle him. Uh, like, like, he just, just do you it. just want an excuse to have Jack Torrance in a book again. Well, he was in uh, Doctor Sleep, he did make an appearance. He well, made, we're gonna a that's a question later. Okay, well, yeah, what no. would you recommend? Which book would you recommend? <laughs> did you have something else to touch on? Yes, another, <laughs> another book option for that, I would say, is it. Yeah, that book is also really terrifying, horrific, but Pet Cemetery alone is just gruesome it, it is just oh my goodness it's a it's an eerie book and it gives you those spooky vibes that mm-hmm. like I, also it's got one of my all-time favorite characters in it um judd crandall uh, i just love his like hillbilly southern accent done by the narrator in the book and in the movies mm-hmm. or well the movie the 1980 movie uh does it the best the guy who plays herman munster played him and i can't think of his name right now but the most recent one, I don't like that movie, does not do the book justice at all. So, All right, next question. Yes, now we can move on. Okay, what would you recommend for the person who wants more of like a true crime style Stephen King book? Again, I know what you said in the last one. Uh, well, yeah, now I have one that actually can beat that, I think. The what Outsider? Did I, what did I say, The Outsider? Yeah. I would say later. Mm-hmm. That's got true crime and it's also like horror. It's that's literally in the book. The person who's like narrating keeps saying, I remind you, this is a horror book. This is a horror book. I think that if he didn't just finish that book, I think that book maybe could have squeaked into his top 10, but he felt like it was like too soon to put it so high. But he really, really liked that one a lot. Well, yeah, I really enjoyed later, but I think the ones that end up in my top 10 are just so classic and so good. It's, I think later is just not going to crack the top 10. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a recommendation for a more horror true crime with later. And if you want more true crime and maybe more like thriller true crime, go Outsider, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, The Outsider does have some horror aspects, but not, like, anything major. It seems more like a thriller book than a horror book, so. Yeah. So, if someone wants to try out a short story collection, which which one would you recommend first? Well, there's only two of them that are, well, no, I've read four completely. Yeah, I've read, you have. Maybe even five. Is it four, though? It's either four. It's either well, I remember or, your answer in the last video. It's either three or four. Different seasons. Yeah. Um, if you're going with, like, novellas, like short novels. There's four uh, stories in that yeah, one. Yeah, there's four of them in there. There's um, Shawshank Redemption. Apt Pupil. Apt Pupil, The Body, and The Breathing Method are mm-hmm. in that one. And, and you liked three or four. I like three, uh, three and a half of them. If I read Apt Pupil again, I'm sure I'll probably like it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I just read, Night Shift, I honestly would put on that list too now. Because it's got some really good ones. The Boogeyman is really good. 
The Mangler is really good. Um, Battleground is actually hilariously good. Um, it's this dude who orders like these toy soldiers and like they come to life and they try and kill them. And the ending is just so funny. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it, I would say Night Shift or uh, different seasons would be there. I'm trying to think of the other one I read. What's the other one I did? Full Dark No Stars. If I it finished. bleeds. Full Dark No Stars and If It Bleeds. Yeah. Okay. So it is four. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, and then what would you recommend for someone who wants like a fast paced, quick read? I know what you said in the other one, if you want. What did I say with that one? Carrie. Because that one is... I think I more picked that because it was a shorter read. It's not as like fast-paced as you think. Mm-hmm. A lot of things really kind of get going in the book kind of fast. But Later was a fast-paced one for you. Later was kind of fast. Uh, I'm trying to think of another shorter kind of one. I mean, do short stories count or does it only have to be books? You can do whatever you want. It's our podcast. Our rules. <laughs> uh, I mean... The Mist is good. The Monkey, I feel like, starts off hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza. Like, that. Have you said that before on this podcast? No, I have not. <laughs> I feel like I've heard you use that analogy like more than like five times. And I feel like it's like always been here. Well, it's, it's here to stay. Um, I don't know. What's another short, quick one? A Firestarter, I feel like, is actually kind yeah. of fast-paced. It's, you it's liked that one, like... and you don't get to talk about it a lot, because it doesn't fit in with any, like, there's always so many other well, yeah, books that's to talk about. Thing, too, is that, I mean, I could technically list that as, like, a non-horror book that's a favorite, because Firestarter is actually a pretty decent book. And now that I... You really liked the movie, I mean, too. Well, yeah, now that I actually had seen the, the film, mm-hmm. it, it made, you know, a lot more sense, which... To me, that actually helps, which I will be doing a video on this where my top 10 books, I rank like the movie editions or TV miniseries editions. Like That's a question. So. After watching the Stan TV miniseries, that's like six flipping hours long. Like, I actually can like... Appreciate the Stan. Well, yeah, because the Stan used to not be in my top 10, but then when I watched the series... It's I was hard to keep to, like, track of like characters. Well, yeah, and that's what turns a lot of people away from that book. Is Especially because so it's 1,100 pages. Well, yeah, like, it's, it's crazy. 1,200 something. Well, then let's transition to that question. Which book or books have the best film or TV adaptation? Hmm. Well... I think you have a favorite, but it maybe isn't necessarily... Like follows the book close. So right? let me let me let me phrase the question this way. Let's What's, not what spend is, ten minutes what, on well, it. Yes, I know. What is my favorite King book adaptation that is not as true to the book? And then which one is my favorite that is true to the book? And that is The Shining and The Green Mile. The Green Mile is literally probably the. And Stephen King says it himself too. That's well, one of yeah, his favorites. St- um, I can't remember uh, Frank Darabont. I think that's the guy who, who directed. Okay, well, let me finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the guy who directed. Oh, okay. The Green Mile and the Shawshank Redemption, and those are the two movies that follow the best suit. In, and he says those are his favorite. And those, and they're both prison movies, mm-hmm. and they're both very phenomenal films. It and, was the Green Mile was a really, really well done and really well cast. Well, yeah. It, that had a fantastic cast. Well, yeah, for the last half that you decided to finally watch. <laughs> I watched in and out the whole movie. I was asking questions the whole time. And then, so for the book that doesn't follow... That would be The Shining. 
Yeah. The, Which is a lot of people don't like because of that reason. Yes. And it's like a really questionable pick for a lot of people because of how untrue it is to the King book. And listen of- up, guys. You can like a movie is a movie. He can like the movie and like the book and appreciate them both the same. It might not be the truest to the book, but he can still enjoy the movie. It's one of your favorites, is it, or is it still your favorite movie of all time? I, I mean, yeah, pretty much. There's is. some up there. I, well, yeah, it, it, it's honest. I, I, don't know. I really can't pick my favorite movies of all time anymore. But The Shining is up there, probably is the top movie of all time. And there, I mean, yeah, there's the TV miniseries that came out in the '90s, which after rewatching that, it, it's not as bad as I thought, but. The movie with Jack Torrance, with Jack, well, not Jack Torrance, they both have Jack Torrance. It's a good movie. With Jack Nicholson, that one is still, in my opinion, far superior. That's one that I watched front to back. Yes. Top and to bottom. We both agree that most of the movies start off kind of slow, but yeah. then they pick up like towards the climax. Which we'll, we can talk about with this next question, and I can touch on that a little bit more. Which book would you recommend for someone who wants like... A duology or like you know a companion book a sequel obviously there's the main the dark tower the dark if tower. you want a series yes if you're looking for a series the dark tower is definitely the route to go which i think we're going to do a separate podcast on so we're not going to go super in depth into this eventually yes. we will we're yeah. going to spread out stephen king podcast yes which i actually have realized that i technically have not finished my dark tower like journey <laughs> journey because there's the little sisters of Alora, which is in another short story collection uh which i i need to read that too so technically i haven't finished it now like now that i've realized it but the main book books i have finished and then it'd be the shining and dark and dr sleep the shining dr sleep more than likely i mean the talisman and black house are like a top rated one but and then I, there's the uh what was the trilogy? The Mr. Mercedes book. Mr. Mercedes, which a lot of people actually didn't like. Right. There's a good amount of people who actually didn't like it. And I think one of the people we actually watched on YouTube said that she couldn't even like get through the first one because of how sexist it was or yeah. something like that. Right. So. Well, what I was going to say about Dr. Sleep is that, again, was a movie that I watched from beginning to end. And what we were saying, that one really started off slow for me. But once you got um to you know like 25% and maybe even 50% and it was really good that one had a, a really good villain i liked rose the hat yeah she was solid so yeah i also i mean i don't know if i'm going with books doctor sleep and the shining are the best and then dark duology tower. The Dark Tower. I mean, The Dark Tower is number one. But if you're yeah. just going off of three books or if you, less. Yeah, if you want the series, Dark Tower. If you want, you know, something a little my, bit shorter. And, and a lot of people actually did not like Dr. Sleep. A lot of people actually thought it was unnecessary. They didn't like it. I mean, the biggest, I mean, besides my mega story that I want mm-hmm. King to write. The one that I want him to, like, confirm is, like, and the, little girl, the little girl oh. from Firestarter. I want there to be some like big twist, like the little girl from Firestarter, Charlie. Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Drew Barrymore, yes. Um, The girl from Firestarter is like, this is like a wicked theory and I know it's completely wrong and it's probably been debunked in numerous books, but I'm going to go on a limb here and I would like to have it be where Carrie White's actual mother is the little girl from Firestarter. 
that's why she has those powers. Like I up front, like Margaret White, it's a phony mother. Like uh, that, or I want them to be related or something. Because like I want, obviously, in the King universe is its own universe. But I would love to have one day where, I mean, obviously, what happens with Carrie White at the end of the book, kind of leaves it at is she alive? Is she dead? Whatever. But at the end of the day, I would love to actually have seen if the little girl from Firestarter would meet Carrie White or not. Yeah, Carrie White, and they'd be like, "Yeah, let's go. You know, let's be friends," and like they have the same powers and everything. Like I would. I would love to see that, like, and have them have some sort of relation with each other. I don't know. I honestly don't even remember the question was. I just kind of started talking. No, we answered the question. I think to end it out, though, we're going to do, those are the main categories that I had said, which I feel like we covered a good amount. We gave some good um, books. But I think to end it, we should say on the podcast, maybe what, like, your least favorite is, like, starter guides, stay away from that one, maybe. And then what your all-time favorite is, just because that seems like a good way to end it so least favorite first so we can end on a positive note my least favorite Stephen king book uh okay well there's a couple there's an obvious one um elevation yes that was the one i was thinking uh, of. <laughs> it's really short and i really don't understand how it's still considered a novel it's and some people really really like it uh, well yeah i mean i could see why it's people, got a following i can see why some people would like it and enjoy it however i was just confused way too much if you guys have followed my videos before you know that i need something that's definitive i need a definitive you don't ending. like an ambiguous ending. i don't like something that's like a big cliffhanger where it's not that obvious uh one of the books i can say that too is the shuddering by anya elborn it leaves off on a big cliffhanger and i i mean i really would love to say what that cliffhanger is you can't but unfortunately i cannot do said thing so i can't do that um but the cliffhanger leaves off on like yeah you can kind of see where it's gonna go like it makes sense mm -hmm. but with elevation it's just kind of like yeah the guy's losing weight without physically like losing weight and then at the end he just kind of floats away right like what the hell was that like I, I didn't get it i didn't understand it that's why right. i didn't enjoy that um the other two i would say is went through the keyhole and wizard and glass the dark tower books colorado kid colorado kid too yeah so basically your bottom five <laughs> well yeah that's four of them i don't remember what the fifth one was um but yes colorado kid did not enjoy it and the two dark tower books right in the middle but if you're planning to read the true crime books together, the hard case crime books together, don't be turned off by them with Colorado Kid because Zach read Colorado Kid, hated it, and he was he went into later, honestly, with really low expectations. And again, like I said, it's probably in his top 10, maybe borderline 11, 12. It's, it, it's around there. It's a top 15, top 20 book. For sure. So don't get turned off by... Um, the Colorado Kid maybe not being a good one. Because we've heard a lot of people haven't liked that one. Yeah, Colorado Kid was not as good. Uh, I will also say Joyland was okay. Not the best, but whatever. I like the theme of that one, though. Isn't that the one that's at, like a carnival? Yeah, carnival? it's the one on like a theme park. All right, so let's end with your all-time favorite Stephen King book. Number one. Number not one. number two or not number, number three, one. not number four. Okay, I'll just say my top ten. Okay, no, no, <laughs> um, we don't got time for that. No, 
my all-time favorite Stephen King book is it. It's just such a classic book. It's such it's got such a great story of friendship and like between friends. There is the trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning uh for the next like 15 20 seconds if you are traumatized by like weird child stuff. Um towards the end of the book, there is a scene that I somewhat understand why he would put it in there to kind of signet like make a significance of like their bondage of friendship between each other the trying to defeat it but it's like graphic but at the same time it's also like you basically just put child pornography in your book like you basically just did that like all right and trigger warning and like why i, I don't know it's something i also did notice with night shift too when i read that was there was a lot of like smoking things in it mm-hmm. a lot and one of the titles is actually called quitters inc where it's like talking about quitting smoking well, so what we need to say about it is, yes, it's 1,100 pages. It's also, but it's great graphics. I mean, well, minus the last couple. No, of I was going to say is, but don't let that intimidate you because a lot of people come out on the other end and it's a journey that well, is yeah. worth going on. It, it 100% is. And it, I'm like a little upset because I've read so many good ones right off the bat. I know. He started his YouTube channel in August of 2020, and he read all of his favorite books literally in the year 2020. So a lot of those he doesn't get to talk about a lot anymore. He didn't spread them out well enough. I will say there's one book that a lot of people enjoy, 112263, that he actually is intimidated by, and it would be a very out-of-the-box book for him. And so you have one like real big, big favorite by a lot of people left on your list. But yeah, you read all of them in the year 2020 and now you like don't well, get to yeah, talk I, about them like, very I much. I can't do like a reading The Shining for the first time because oh, I've already read it. I can't do Pet Cemetery. You can do you know. a, we'll do reread videos. Well, yeah, I'll probably do a bunch of reread stuff. So that way you can experience the journey with me if you have not read it. Whatever. But... That is that for the Stephen King starter guide. Let us know what your favorite Stephen King book is. Like I said, I haven't personally read any Stephen King books. I would say, well, and maybe with this, if I were to pick up a Stephen King book right now, I would either choose Green Mile or The Shining. If I, a non-Stephen King reader, a non-horror reader for the most part, I would choose The Shining or Green Mile. So if that helps you out, then there you go. But um, yeah, yeah, that's um, what we've got. If you have any other questions, like if you have slide any, into our, the podcast yeah. DMs, <laughs> slide into the DMs, just ask away. You know, if you have anything that we did not touch on that you would like to know, yeah, we'll know. we'll always give recommendations for sure, yeah, especially with Stephen King. Shoot us a message, let us know, and we'll uh, try and get back to you and answer the question. Yeah, um, I know I did have somebody ask me, you know. A recommendation for something and it's kind of hard to recommend but it's able to figure out something but yes yeah. ask away don't be afraid to ask and uh yeah that's uh pretty much the starter guide for the podcast edition some of the answers are different so check out the video too we'll have that uh on here if you want to take a look at that video compare my answers from then versus now well yeah we'll link it in like the description or something but yeah thank you for listening thanks for joining us this week and yeah, comment on the podcast promo on Instagram and 
we'll see you next week with a new episode. This has been Books and Stuff. I'm Zach. I'm Danielle. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.